Welcome to the Daisy Camp Podcast. Daisy Camp is a woman's nonprofit resource for education and empowerment before, during, and after her divorce. It's our mission to be that safe place for you to get support and reliable information that you'll need to grow into your ever-expanding life. Hi, welcome to the Daisy Camp Podcast. My name is Emily John, and today we have Andy Bayer and Randy Levon on the show. I'm so excited to speak with them because they, um, Andy's a realtor, Randy is a mortgage banker, and they've worked with a lot of women going through divorce. So today we're going to answer all of your questions about your home, your home's value, when to sell, how to sell, and just some of those bigger questions that Daisy campers often ask. So Andy and Randy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Happy to be here. Thank you so much. It's so great to have you guys here today. Um, Andy, tell me a little bit about your history as a real estate. Okay. Well, I, uh, I started in real estate about 16 years ago. And then I got involved with Daisy Camp uh, right at the beginning. So I was fairly new agent at the time, actually, and uh, just uh, was a friend of Jennifer's. And she told me about this idea she had with uh, Daisy Camp and, you know, had kind of she had gotten kind of poo pooed by a lot of people about this idea. Just people like, oh, that's not a great idea. You know, that doesn't seem like a great thing. You know, I think. I think divorce just had a stigma about it. Right. And so, but, you know, she just had a vision of what this could be. And finally partnered with a few people that kind of, you know, I thought it was a great idea. And then there were several other people that she came across that within the Collaborative Law Institute in Edina mm-hmm. that kind of backed her on this and just kind of got started. And and it's been, it's grown and grown over the years and it's helped so many people. Mm-hmm. And I'm very happy to be part of this uh, process and organization. And we've hopefully helped a lot of people get through these hard times. Oh, that's wonderful. And Randy, tell me a little bit about yourself. How long have you been in mortgage banking? Well, I've been doing this over 25 years and I started in the industry right out of college, closing loans for a title company and was kind of bored. I wanted to do more with people. Mm -hmm. So I went into mortgage banking. And what I love about it is I can really help people. Mm -hmm. And I work for a strong bank, Alaris Mm -hmm. Financial. It's very strong. And we've got so many different programs. And I met Andy and Jennifer. Oh my gosh, it must be like almost 15 years, I think. 15 years ago through one of my clients who was getting a divorce. And she was a longtime client and Really, Jennifer just took care of her, and so did Andy. And I learned all about Daisy Camp at that at that point. And I went in and I visited for a day the Daisy Camp, and I was in awe. Mm-hmm. I could listen to the financial planner, Amy. I could listen to Amy Wolf all day long. And oh. a lot of what she does is then next to what Andy and I do, because it's talking about finances mm-hmm. and how to structure things and what to do in a divorce and how things will look and plan out. And then I can take it from there, and so can Andy. So it's just, it's really a great organization, and I applaud for Jennifer for creating it and thinking it up and putting it all together because it's an amazing, it's an an amazing nonprofit, Mm -hmm. and some of my friends have gone to it as well and coworkers. It's, It's a really good give back. 
Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And so um, when you're in these workshops and speaking with women who are just starting this process, what are some of the biggest questions that you're asked? Well, I'm asked, can I buy a home before yeah. I'm divorced? And can I refinance my spouse off? And those are really good questions. And I always tell people a little bit about it and then ask them to call me for a 20, 30 minute conversation because everybody's situation is different. Mm -hmm. So we've had people who don't have jobs and they need to rely on alimony or support payments, you know, maintenance and child support Mm -hmm. for their income for the next 10, 15 years or five years. And for those people, that's going to be hard because we don't have a history of their income. Mm -hmm. So then we look, can we do a portfolio loan at Alaris for them? What does their credit look like? You know, do they have assets? Mm -hmm. Just the whole picture. And normally for that situation, you want to be divorced. You want that final decree signed off by the courts so that then we can say, here's the income. Here's what we're going to do for a portfolio loan. Other situations is like People are working and they can qualify and they don't have a whole lot of overlap with their debt. And maybe they haven't started divorce proceedings yet. Mm -hmm. So we can look at doing different things for them. Mm -hmm. So everybody's situation is so different. And that's really what I love about my industry and my job is that I can help people individually. And Daisy Camp just brings the most wonderful people to my life. And Mm -hmm. I love teaming with Andy. We get a lot of interesting questions together and everybody's situation is so different. A lot of times we'll just kind of collaborate and look at, you know, what options are and go back and forth. Oh, sure. Yeah. And Andy, how about for you? You know, the um, first time Daisy Camper comes in, what are some of her questions to you in terms of the housing market and how to sell, how to buy, all that kind of stuff? I think, you know, a lot, probably the most common question is just timing, you know, when, when to make that move. Um, and you know, we try to give them the whole picture as far as maybe you just don't want to buy something right now. You know, maybe the timing isn't right Mm -hmm. and it isn't always a bad idea to go and rent for a year, kind of let the dust settle Mm -hmm. and then figure out where you want to go. Um, but Many people, you know, want to either stay in their home and what we do in that situation is we need to determine a value for the home so they can kind of divvy up that asset at at the divorce. Mm -hmm. And so what we will do is a home visit. We'll come and see the house and there's not a lot of prep involved with that. You don't have to have it all cleaned up or anything like that. Mm -hmm. We just come and we take a look at the house you can tell us about the improvements that have been made. We go back to the office, pull comps, and try to give, you know, what our best guess is of if we did sell it today, where what price would we get? Okay. And um, so that that is, we do a lot of that for people because more and more often than not, one of the spouses is going to keep the house, mm-hmm. and then the other spouse maybe will go and and purchase something new. So. I, th- I think that's the, the that's probably what we do the most is just get assigning values to the real estate that they currently have. Mm-hmm. And what's the difference if you know they had purchased that house together versus if 
one of them had purchased the house and the other had moved in before the marriage or, you know, at, right after the marriage. What is yeah. That, how does that affect things? Um, it depends on what state you're in. And so in Minnesota, mm-hmm. um, if you if you get married, now you have spousal interest in that house, even though you weren't married when that home was purchased by the by the other spouse. So there is some, there's some interest there. So, and again, what amount of interest that's going to be determined by either you working that out or the court um, is going to determine that. So there is in Minnesota, we have a, we have spousal interest in person, in property, you know, Mm -hmm. once you're married. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And for those people that are like, one is staying, one is leaving. um, What happens to the one that's staying versus the one that's leaving? So more than likely there was going to be some kind of transfer of, you know, money or, or asset or interest somehow. And that's where you may want to talk to Randy, mm-hmm. see if we can do a refi, you know, then the, the spouse that's staying can refi, get the mortgage put into their name. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's other situations where maybe that, maybe the one that's staying can't qualify for a refi and they make a future uh, an agreement that in the future that the spouse would get paid off at some point in the future. Oh, sure. Um, you okay. know, so there's there's many 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 different things and Randy maybe you can speak to that too, but there's a lot of different Again, as Randy said, there's so many different scenarios that we can come up with and and everyone's going to be slightly different. But mm-hmm. I th- I think what we want people to know is that there are options. That's great. Well, and I bet there's a lot of questions right away. Like, are, are you um, helping guide people through this process then? Or, or is it more, you know, here's where you can go for more information? Like, you know, how much do you guide people through that process? We, we guide quite a bit. And, and, and if we don't know the answer, we know somebody that probably does. So mm-hmm. we have a, a pretty good um, team around us of, of resources that we can point you towards. So, yeah, but we, we do a lot our, on our own, you know, just as far as just from our working with so many people and having been in so many situations, right. um, you know, we certainly have that, that kind of, um, resource to, that wonderful. we can tap into. You know, I always recommend that people look at what debts they have right away, their assets, their debts, mm. and they run a credit report for themselves because mm-hmm. things can surprise you. You know, you might forget, oh, I was joint on that account and oh, I didn't realize that, you know, my spouse had run up a balance. Sure. So you want to go and run your credit report through one of the agencies, but you can also go to www.annualfreeannualcreditreport.com and you know, you can Google that and you can get a free credit report. Oh, that's wonderful. And so when you pull that credit report, what kinds of things are you looking for? Like what are the red flags that you're looking for? Well, I mean, I would look for things probably different than maybe my friends might. Sure. I would look where things paid on time and how much is owed. And I think for when my friends get divorced, I'm like their first call for help. Mm-hmm. And I always say, let's look at that credit report, pull it up for yourself, and let's look at it. Are any of these debts things that you're surprised on? Mm-hmm. Are you joint on anything? Let's make sure in your divorce decree, any accounts that you're joint, you make sure that those are paid off and 
in the decree that they're not yours anymore. And you take yourself off those accounts. Because a lot of times, you know, like with my husband, I might have him as an authorized user on one of my accounts, or he might on mine. And, you know, you don't remember those things when you're going through divorce. Everything is so jumbled in your head, and you don't know where to start first. But I always say, let's start first with a credit report and look at what we can, line it up, what you need to make sure is going to be the end result so that everything is clean and you don't have things crossing after a divorce. Oh, that's so smart. And you don't have any surprises coming up, right? Exactly. And that's the thing, you know, you just don't know sometimes what's going to hit you. And Mm -hmm. big concern for people is I want to keep my credit good because there was a time when Andy and I were first starting to speak. There was a time that is all we talked about really was short sales, foreclosures. I mean, it was a really tough time for people. And then going through divorce added to it. And most of our conversations with people and even the Daisy Camp, you know, day adventure that they had, you know, we really did talk about that. Mm -hmm. And even during that time, I think we were able to give good advice and encouragement Mm -hmm. because time heals. And that's what I tell people about credit. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, they say we couldn't pay our mortgage during, you know, the COVID crisis. And, you know, that's not going to be on your credit. And But some other people, when they were going through short sales and foreclosures, that was on their credit and bankruptcies. Time heals, and you just have to give it time. That's why when Andy says to people, it's okay to rent for a while. That's a really good break, and you figure out where you want to be because things change so fast. I think that's wonderful advice. Yeah, and it must be hard if you are used to living a certain lifestyle. You're used to living in this home with a spouse and possibly with your kids and family um, to have to uproot that and think about a totally different type of lifestyle. Are you kind of talking them people through kind of that shift that has to happen? Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think part of that too is we encourage people just to, I think people sometimes feel like they're not going to get something that they're going to like. So we do have, have, um, I'll just take someone out and we'll just go look at a few things, you know, just casually, you know, like, let's just go like, you know, talk to your lender, get a price point in mind that you're interested in looking at. And then let's just go look at a few things. And I think you can see, yeah, this is, can you picture yourself here? And, Mm. and, um, you know, I think oftentimes they discover like they get excited, oh, you really? know, about moving and about, you know, getting their own new place. And and maybe they've wanted to move for a while, you know, yeah. maybe they want to move to a different location right. and they're excited about it. So I think, you know, once I think I think more of the fear is that they're not going to be able to find something. But I think once we take them out and go, you know what, they're, it's doable. You can find something. Mm-hmm. You know, because right now the market's so hot, I think people think, oh, I'm not going to get anything. Right. Well, people are getting things. You know, we're selling That's stuff good. and it might take a little more time. It might take a few more. We might have to throw some more offers out before one gets, you know, before one sticks. Mm-hmm. But we certainly, um, I just finished, I just closed one yesterday. We made 11 offers. She's my world record holder. Uh-huh. Um, it, it took us 11 offers before we got her oh, something. Wow. But you know, which was frustrating. She was just about ready to give up. And we, we finally, we found the house that we found is the right house. It's the best thing Mm -hmm. for her. It all worked out great. You know, and I think that's that I've never had it where I've had a buyer 
that has missed out on something and then they find something later, they always say, you know, what I found, my house that I moved into was the right one. Oh, so things good. do work out. Oh, that's good. Yeah. So it's, it's encouraging to see that and that, that you can find someone, things that will work. You know, it'll work. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, it'll wonderful. be different. I mean, it's going to be different. Yeah. But it's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good way to approach it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we just spoke with one of your past clients, Sarah, who has now purchased a second home or has, I uh, know, has sold the home that yep. you first yeah. um, Full circle. helped her with. So do you have a lot of that um, in your experience as well? Oh, absolutely. I mean, a lot of times that, you know, that move, um, you know, will be, I don't want to say short term, but, it, you know, they'll move for the divorce and then maybe they're there for five years and mm-hmm. then either got remarried or, sure. you know, got a new job. And then we're reselling, we're selling that house, helping them buy the next house. So yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, this is a relationship business and we're, we're in it for the long haul and, and, uh, we try to maintain those relationships over time. Wonderful. Oh, well, thank you both for coming in today. This was a wonderful episode and I feel encouraged. Oh, good. <laughs> and I hope our listeners will as well. Um, so, Andy, where can people find you if they have questions? So, um, I am easily reachable. Uh, my email is andybearedinarealty.com. That's A N D Y B A E R at Edina. And then it's R E A L T Y.com. And my phone number is 612 296 2999. I'm with Edina Realty and Wyzetta. Wonderful. And Randy, how about you? I'm also pretty easy to reach. My email is my name. It's Randy, R-A-N, like Nancy, D like David, I, at Randy Levon, L-I, V as in Victor, O-N as in Nancy, dot com. So Randy at randylevon.com. And my phone number, which follows me, is 612 612- Four four zero fourteen thirty. Wonderful. And we will put that in the show notes so it's easy for people to find. Andy and Randy, thank you again for coming in. It was such a pleasure to have you today. Thanks for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much for showing up today and investing a little time in yourself. If you found this episode helpful but would like to dive deeper, come over to www.daisycamp.org and check out our community resources. We also have recommended reading and upcoming events, both in person in the Minneapolis area and worldwide through our online webinars. Daisy Camp's board, staff, and speakers volunteer their time and are here to help you. Come on over and get involved. We'd love to have you join us. Thanks again and keep listening.